had fly ankles. Cause my bankers would start studded out. Ice cut it out every time we attend somewhere. You act real terribly. You sit on niggas too much. You start to worry me. You switch up. Next week you burn the old lady's retina. I thought the big coke bottle. Jimmy's might protect her, but it didn't fall. The ladies blind and it's all your fault. It went down in jury court and you walk on stage. You fucking niggas' faces, places. Hitting off the crystal bottles. Big wind up in the basement. Very expensive championship. Chip rock stone for his wedding day. Bitches give you Look, you try to not understand you how you got my man popped in the most famous era. Like we paid a full drop, wage and blue tops. Raise the roof off the coop, them days. The black and red MJs, I was loose. Oh my god. Why is that song not longer, man? Jesus fucking Christ, yo. What's good, yo? Welcome to Get Your Bars Off podcast. You are right now with your boy, Ari Starks. Low, so wait for Gina to come back to the screen real quick. But yeah, you're just listening to Ghostface Killer Ice off that Bulletproof Wallets. And shout out to Lowe's just reminding me that we got 25th anniversary. Did you say that right correctly? Yeah, uh, it came out. It came out in 95. So 25th. Yeah, 25th anniversary of Only Built for Cuban Links. And Lowe's did it for me. He definitely played one of those records for his wave. So I was like, fuck it. Why That's not true. we go to Bulletproof Wallets? The quintessential like sequel to only built for cuban links don't do but, that don't do that what don't do that uh, it doesn't compare i didn't say it was a comparison bro just because something comes out that don't gotta compare it's scream 2 but do you gotta compare it to the first one it's still a good movie street wait what, what street 2 nba street volume 2 scream scream 2 scream 2 no i know like the original did I say that though? Comparison is a that you implied the second one was better than the original. Yeah, you no, implied it. Thank you. Thank you. I said just because the second one is good doesn't mean it takes away from the first one. That doesn't mean they, they got a bigger budget and made another good movie. The implication is there. Agreed. I'm gonna no, agree with this. You're not gonna get away with that thinly veiled. It doesn't like that's just like that's like that's like me looking at the new and I only use horror movies because that's like the best franchise for me to look at. But even with the new Halloween series that they're doing right now, it's a really good series. It's a really good, you know, what I'm saying, what well, I was saying, but just revamping of the series and such like that. Will it ever take away from the the first classic? Would it impact? It does no. But yo, years and years into this this franchise, and they still made a good movie. Revamping Speaking of Halloween. I seen a nigga on Twitter say, shout out whoever the fuck you are. Um, he said, bless you, King. Um, he he said that for all the smoke Mike got for um homegirl, he must they must they must have been doing something other than you know I mean for all the smoke he got with bring it back. Oh the tweet oh, yeah. sister. Oh yeah, him and Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, the smoke implies that something else went wrong. Well, I was always, oh God, Jesus, Jesus. That's what the tweet said. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. The tweet said that. What do you expect from a horror fan, my nigga? They nasty as fuck at times, bro. That's your bag, though. Ain't that your bag? Movies. I'm not a horror survivor. I watch movies. I don't watch just horror movies. I think people who watch just horror movies are always a little obscure than most. 
Agreed. Ways though. Um, like I said, I just don't. I don't know. I just don't like trying to take away from the first one just because they created something else that was good. You know, say that's why I said with bulletproof wallets. This definitely was in the sense of how they set up the the album cover with Ghost featuring. I mean, with with Ray featuring on this um tape, vice versa as Ghost featuring on on Open, only built for Cuban links. Why not call it a sequel? But other than I that, mean, hey brother, hey man. But neither here nor there, man. We had a a lot of shit coming off this weekend, bro. We had Beyonce. We had Ric Flair's last match, quote unquote, and then we had SummerSlam on top of just. You know what I'm saying? NBA Pro Am, you know what I'm saying? News. You got training camp news. Mason Fabio. Out. Like, it's Messi a lot of names coming out. All right. So, first off, since we, since you guys mentioned Ric Flair, Bert, Ari, Loso, what'd you guys think of the match? Match card overall, match. Uh, I'll start with the match it. first. The match first didn't need to happen. Didn't need to happen. Only thing I see from it is as Ric Flair and shout out to Fraz for bringing this theory to my eyes is that he just literally wanted to go out on his own terms, which given the the work he put in this industry, he deserves that. But given the the literally the, the fucking alley oop WWE gave him with the the retirement match, it was like my nigga. If anybody could go out like that, is you. You're gonna. I know Terry Funk didn't get to go out like that. Shit, I know that's this, this is how he would go out. He would go out like this. It's, I think, I think he would go out like this if he had WWE's budget. They would have him laying down for fucking theory or some shit. No, I'm saying if he had WWE budget, I think this he probably would have been like squashed by Brock Lesnar. I'm <laughs> sure, yeah, it wouldn't have no, been. I, this. Think, I don't know. I think he kind of like, I don't know, given his age, his. The actual, you know what I'm saying, workers there to put in a match, it was like, was it really worth it? I think, all right, in my opinion, I think the match was fine. Wouldn't call it great, wouldn't call it bad. I think it was fine. It's not going to stand the testament of time, but the main goal, I think, in that match, it was two things. One, to for him to go out on his own terms, like Frass suggested. Two, to give... Andrade and Jay Lethal a little bit of premier buzz as much rub as he can before he goes. Because AEW wasn't doing it. And he's been very critical of them vocally at that. And if you look at this match card, there's a, a lot of the card was filled with people kind of like getting those little like, hey, look, these promotions wouldn't look at you guys, but here, I'm giving you guys this little uh, that's not that's not true. But continue. Nah, I mean, all right. You got champions on there, but continue. no, no. I'm saying there's there's a couple people on there on that show who are on promotion. Oh, yeah, you, you are getting, right. a, no, yes, who yes. aren't getting any weren't getting any screen time, and true. we're given the opportunity to put down a little good show showcase. Like, look, hey, you might want to reevaluate how you're looking at. It. Shout out Jonathan Gresham. Yeah. Yo, I just want to point. I want to say this too. One thing about him. And this is why I don't get. Him and Adam Cole is pretty much the same person. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. As far as physique-wise. One is oh, a- no, they're not. <laughs> Yo, no, no, no. no this whole thing they're doing with Adam Cole. Adam Cole was six at- foot nothing in, in WWE. He goes to AEW. <laughs> niggas call him a midget. He's 5'10 in AEW. 
Adam Cole at best is your like your warehouse supervisor size. Yo, like Jonathan Gresham. Gresham literally yeah. is a bodybuilder, my nigga. Like, yeah, no, what I'm saying I is let me tell you the last time I probably thought that Adam Gresham was. is mighty mouse. He's like this is, short. I'm saying as far as you, you better compare both have Ray, if anything, you better no, compare I'm saying Ray. Is, Ray actually had both, size on him later on. Both little people <laughs> who can fucking go go in the ring. He can right. do all the high flying shit. He just doesn't want them. He said right. the only reason why he's not doing it is because he's supposed to be here. Right. As he people should. accept that people are willing. Anyway, they're both both top of the line wrestlers, but one just isn't getting the respect that he deserves. <coughs> Correct. And it sucks. I wish WWE does a cruiserweight division because they do. He's a he's a shoe. They tried right that shit. That shit ain't That's a question though. Do you think us as the wrestling world, we kind of like gatekeeped it in a way where it's like we only accepted Rey Mysterio. We didn't accept Dean Malenko. We didn't accept um, Brian Danielson for a little bit until like, you know what I'm saying? We was like, oh no, this nigga needs to push. Like, and then that's when that indie crowd started to push through too. You know what I'm saying? People who like just acknowledged that he was just putting in good work. But I don't think the, the wrestling world ex- wanted to accept another small superstar or another small star or any of that nature when Rey Mysterio is still here. Brian Danielson and CM Punk, they both are world champions. Rey Mysterio. I said Rey Mysterio. They're nowhere. They're just the same size as he is. They're not though. You're they're not the prototypical Daniel Brian Danielson. Brian, bro, they're not powerhouse. Those mean that they have to be the same height as Rey Rey Mysterio is short as shit. My nigga, that's the point we're talking about. He's pequeño. Like, <laughs> little <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, you feel me? And that's the thing where that David and Goliath story has always been his, this thing. Where it's like, he, they say it in WWE, he's the giant slayer. You know what I'm saying? That's his thing. Giant slayer. Now you take him, now if you took all the way that, he'll just be your quintessential cruiserweight wrestler that was the star of the cruiserweight division. And I will agree with you. Like, yo, that's where you could compare some of these guys to. Yeah, because they stayed in one size. He didn't bulk up. None of that. He stayed in one division. But Rey Mysterio bulked up. He said I needed to get some more weight to be taken a little bit more serious size-wise. I couldn't be a buck 90 trying to, you know, not, yeah, buck 90 trying to, you know what I'm saying, beat the big show. How the fuck is that happening? That's not believable. It's not. So he had to gain some size. You know what I'm saying? What y'all rate this on? I think Rush, at least he has some size on him. It's just he's he just looks so small in that ring, yo. What y'all rate in this flare match, dog? But, but no, nah, um, the match itself, the event itself was solid. Like, like um, that finish was wonky. Who was behind it? Like, who was the organization? Uh, producers. It? I know the executive producer. One of them was Road Dog. That said a lot. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> Yo, he is one of the worst, worst. Mm. Like he, like there's so many people who have great minds in wrestling, and it's always like, why aren't you producing matches? Why are you? And I, I, I start to realize like producing matches must be significantly harder mm-hmm. than what it is. Tyson Kidd always. So Tyson Kidd's success rate is through the right now. Best producer. But again, right this, but think about it like this. Steve Kerr never was the superstar carrying a team, but his right. IQ was up there. That's why he's a great coach. Right, but that's Tyson Kidd. His IQ. Like, yo, William Regal never – he's a great in-match technician. It's like they say, Gino, those who can't do teach. Right. All right, so I'll just read some, read some news. Uh, some canceled matches. Well, this was actually already in there, but some canceled matches that was on the uh, 
card until they were um canceled. But Ric Flair, he said in his speech that he wanted to wrestle Steamboat, but Steamboat uh declined. So it was going to be Ric Flair. Could be Ric Flair with FTR versus Ricky Steamboat in the Rock and Roll Express. Old nigga heaven. Right, right. You know Old FTR would have cried heaven. in the ring. They would have cried. Uh, Matt Cardona proposed defending his NWA World's title against Flair, but he was injured soon after and forced to forfeit his title. Uh, you had a um, New Japan Strong match, but Connors got injured also. Um, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to go to the producer list. Give me one second. Oh, shout out to the commentators also that was on this card. Tony Schiavone, David Crockett. Tony Schiavone really, like, he just, he knocked it out the park as he usually does all, any any other time. Um, he had Jimmy a lot Crockett's of, kid? Yeah, they had David Crockett um, on the side with him also. And they were, just, they were just fleshing through history and shit. You know how it goes with that shit. Old nigga shit. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find a producer list, a full producer list. I'm sorry, y'all. But uh, but neither here nor there, though. It was it was a solid card at the end of the day. I mean, I would like to see who which producer produced which, but matches I'll say to look forward to or look towards. Um, obviously, definitely that four way match with um the Luchas. You had uh Torres, you had uh, Bandito, you had Ray Phoenix, and oh fuck else was in that shit. It was Torres, Bandito. I missed it, but that was a good ass match, yo. Um, Bandito almost killed himself trying to do a suicide dive, and this nigga Taurus just caught him in the nick of time, bro. Just caught him. Shout out to you, Taurus, man. And those are things I love with just wrestlers where they can just be able to save a nigga life and just keep the show going. And keeps the show going. I love it. Perfect with the 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 saving of Lionheart. Yo, big facts, dog. Big facts. Um, shout out to uh Killer Cross and um Davy Boy Smith. Davey Boy. That was a, that's that's another yeah, match. See, like, um Killer Cross Davy tagged me to the shit with Sean Ross and Bill Batty. No, hold on. Killer me. Cross on pulled up on him too. Yeah, Killer Cross pulled up on I was gonna I was gonna hold on that because I wanted to give my boy Sean some more credit, but we're gonna hold that. I'm glad you brought I'm that up. Before before you get on to that, Davy Boy, like a lot of people don't give credit to selling, and sometimes you just gotta give people they they just do. He was beautiful. He it's made cross that he was selling more than, than, than Killer Cross was. Like yeah, during he that made cross look, segment, yeah, he like, made cross look crazy good. Yo, for real. And it's like this is these are the people like I try to. This is what the European Why is he not trying? Like it gotta be something on his. He's side. in control your narrative. <laughs> oh, he, was just, he was just at WWE. He low-key, he left there on his, I think he left. And then you had the NWA situation. That didn't really turn out to nothing. And he, he comes, I think he what it is, is like, WWE, WWE, the problem with WWE is there's too many, at that time was there's too many people and not enough direction. So you're going there to be lost in the sauce. You're going to be one of the guys chasing around and but a guy like him, seven title, or you're going to be at catering. A guy like him is just like, that's WWE's like it's you got the you got the lore, you got the size, you got the skill. Like, what else do you want? Right. You got everything WWE wants in a superstar. Maybe he might not have the charisma. Yeah, he might be backstage pissing off people casually, but not enough to be like a, a threat. Or he might that. not be good on the mic. He might not be that, a talker. Also, too, though. I, you got he's he he's kind of up there. But um yeah, but shout like, out he to sneeze, um, he could have sneezed in the room and Vince just walked in and heard him like get out fired. Yeah, you'll never problem. get pushed. You <laughs> sick fuck. 
He's Mark Marrowed. He's Mark. I, t- I told Ari this shit. He's Mark Marrowed. Vince saw Scarlett and was like, no, I want to push her, not you. That's not true because when he brought him up, you didn't see her. Yeah, that's true. That, that, that's that's true. why I was happy to see her on the card with him. But um, uh, we're definitely going to dive into more of that card on Starks and Smarks, so stay tuned for that joint. Um, But, yeah, last thing, though, on this card, I know y'all seen uh, Taker and them face and Brett face at the end. They were shocked. Like, they were just sitting there like. We knew we knew how to take care of our money. This this our nigga. At least I know Brett was somewhere like, I wish y'all could do this. (laughs) This our nigga. He wild, but it's our nigga. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I went out on about 30 terms. <laughs> but all right, let's move on, man. We had SummerSlam over the weekend. Really good card, a lot of story culminations, returns. Triple H card too. Yeah, this is Triple H's of well, no, 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 no. Remember, they said they would keep the finishes the way Vince had it for the most part. So this oh, they kept the script, they kept the original script. They kept well, both did say this was like a, it was gonna be big. I mean, I didn't say you have to change too much because yeah. everything was kind of already set in line, but that's what I was saying. Like certain things are already pretty much the same. main event. I know they yeah. kept the original booking, right? And honestly, everything that happened with Theory also, I think that was planned also because it was like, I know you're not cashing it. I know you're not. It's too easy. It's like I'm saying, that story is too easy to do. But you're uh, supposed to not expect it. We had Roman and Brock last man standing match. Where the picture? The quote unquote finale of this feud. But boy, did they go out with a bang? Did they go out with a fucking bang? Man. Like, what was y'all thoughts on this last man standing match? Like Brock's Brock and his tractor. Like, what the wow. hell were I, like, wow? Like this is as soon as I saw it, it's like, yo, this is this is going back to what WWE was. It was like, like bringing the milk truck out. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like this can be the spectacle. The Zamboni, the same shit. Yeah, and it's like when done right, the spectacle works. And gonna take a mundane match that you've seen a thousand times and make yeah. it something spe- special. Because we used to see The Rock and Austin fight all the time, but those pay per views were something different. Mm-hmm. And the pay per view promos were just promos of their previous matches, which didn't make sense when you watch it. But you still get the excitement. And when you Brock and Roman is gonna go down as one of the greatest feuds, particularly yeah. because of this ending. Pay-per-view kind of elevates it. Mm. Even though recent memory, recent memory no, greatest feuds. I'm not saying the greatest, but it's gonna I mean, mean it's WWE will look at it as that, but yeah. for the people, I don't know. I feel like they well, no, WWE they were dragged along at a point. No, WWE is gonna look at it like that. Oh no, I know that. that. I the know people that. are gonna be like, "Yo, we had to like this feud." We they had. It's like they're gonna feel like they got their arm twisted into liking it. Hey, if you tap, you tap, right? Yeah. Uh, it's it is. I ain't gonna lie. It's kind of like what they did with the what they do with the factions. They make you. They make you like them. In there, I and mean, we like we all know what it is in the wrestling world. With this feud, it's had its ups and ups and downs. Like you know, what I'm saying Roman had to definitely you know, what I'm saying change and evolve throughout this feud to. Make it more intriguing. Like this mm-hmm. past year has been way more intriguing than anything they've been doing since. Right. Because Roman, Roman came back, he, he met Brock at with this energy. Brock been on this type of shit. Roman he, had yeah, no, no, I see what you mean. He met Brock. And, at the beginning, Brock was right here because Brock mm-hmm. was a heel. 
he had to kind of meet Brock and Brock's intensity. And the last couple of years when Reigns has been a heel, he's been punching him in the mouth. Like, I'm here too, man. Like, Promo-wise, match, like, he's been, it's been, he's been on, like, it feels more authentic that Roman gets the W now than it did then. Even the way he pinned him. Nigga had everything on top of him. He stacked it. He smashed him. He's out of here now. It it all go back to the, it all go back to that pause worthy ass slogan. I just want to know who's next to face Roman now. Well, Seth already threw his name in the hat. Right, but who's the next, who's the next real threat? I said this last show, we already got, we had Drew McIntyre versus um, Sheamus. He's going to lose. We're going to have Roman versus Drew clash at the castle. That's what it's, that's what it's called. I thought it was called crackers at the castle. Crackers at the castle. You right. Yeah. Somebody getting cracked up. Yo, low-key, this is their best match in the feud since 31. Mania 31, before Seth got there, was a great match. I mean, even the last was a one great was match. The last one wasn't bad, but this the one's a Mania, bad. Not, not, good Yeah, the Mania draft wasn't bad either, but it's just like I said, the chemistry, the, the stipulation, the, the, you know what I'm saying, the antics and all of that such, it added to it. It added to the story. The story part of it, because at a point we felt like we just seeing two brutes just going over. over. Now we see it's, it's some added story to you got the Usos part, I feel of it, the Amos added part to it. I'm hoping Big E comes back within the next year. Oh, I forgot he's still in the show because Big E comes Ooh. back. That right there, the only thing you gotta do beat Roman. Go back to that talking smack Roman mode where, where, where um, Roman him. If Roman has that belt, all you do is you set up. Where you have Xavier Woods finally gets a title shot, and you have Roman smash him and do some disrespectful stuff. They're holding that shit to for Cody. They're holding it for Cody. Nah, I hope not. I hope not. They're I holding think that would be a Cody, bad person. To, like Cody's not bad to get the title, but I don't think he should be both type champ. That was what that was what was going to happen. His whole story is he wants the WWE. Title. Yeah, from the moment he got there. You think about that shit. Mm-mm. That's why I personally think. Given wherever this like situation with Drew and this clash at the castle shit go, because hopefully this is the start of where they're gonna split these titles. I so is Drew facing him for one title? I will hope. I personally will hope, because he, sh- if anything, he should be going for the universal title. Like you already had the WWE title, right? Right. Go I think. Universal. I think the only way something they have to work that stipulation in. Has to be something where Paul Heyman during the contract signing, Paul Heyman does a little finagling, and it's like, no, 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 you only get one, one. and then he loses that title, right? I don't think he loses the W, I think he loses the WWE title first just because he's at 700 days with the universal title. They want to somehow because I think he's had it for what two and a half years, I want to say two and a half. Like he's they're trying to make him look San Martino ish. He's not I mean, losing that universal title. If you all right, you have Cena, who's a big who if, if you're looking at I'm trying to make my next superstar, right? And I'm trying to say, look, I want you to stick around. I want to make it so you have a reason to stay here. You being the champion keeps you from doing movies. Keeps you from going away. Keeps you from going to do stuff. Do we know Roman's going away? 
I don't think so. I don't think so. But right now, I'm saying Roman with this, with that legendary record, you don't need to go anywhere. You in a, you, you know, know I mean, it's not that you don't, but it's like, what else do you need to prove here? It's not about proving this. You gotta pull up on the rock. He gotta face his cousin, but you don't right. need the belt for that. Right. That's all he needs right now, just to be bigger than life. That's it. He's he might be there. He's close to no him. nigga caught the microphone. Brock was up here. Brock went like this, and the nigga caught it so effortlessly. Like Reigns, like well, how he say it? He in God mode. He in God mode. Hey, look, they gotta do that every day. Like, come on. All I'm no, saying, Demi, I'm in Demi God mode. I think I don't think I think Roman Reigns is probably one of the greatest character works right now in wrestling. I don't think there's anybody who has a character so fully worked out beyond him. Yeah, oh, not Seth Omega Rollins. either. Seth Omega's Rollins. nowhere near that. Seth Rollins for sure. No, Seth. What Rollins is Rollins' character? Per I keep se. telling y'all, if Roman, if tell you Seth Rollins had this, the want that people want, if the company was behind Seth the way they are behind Roman, it'll be interchangeable. I'm telling no, you. Bro. I'm not saying that Seth isn't is that good. I'm saying. I think he's, Next one A one B. You talk about character work. No, I'm talking about when Roman's in the ring. When he he could do a punch, and the punch looks, the punch and the after effect. You talking after- about believability, selling, right. selling, selling, selling his talking afterwards, selling, his selling. movement in the ring. Seth is still great in the ring, but Seth he doesn't have that, that aspect. Famous too. No, he oh, doesn't yeah. have that full aspect. Chris, what up, yo? I think I think over What's these last few years where he switched over from like the. The minister visionary shit to this like just egotistical joker type shit. Wait, time out. You whoa, 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 whoa. You're smoking a spliff? Three rolls, nigga. You got the three rolls, nigga. Ah, man, that's close enough. All right, go on. <laughs> but no, nah, man, I think just with uh, Roman, but that's class. that's a great thing about Roman and Seth right now is that that feud right there is always just sitting in that. In the on the on the board, ready to go whenever they need to go, because that little caveat for Seth Rollins never, I mean, never really losing to Roman. Right, just that alone, character wise, kayfabe wise, I think still keeps him the closest to Roman than anybody. Yeah, he lived no, rent free. He lived rent free in Roman's head because at some point he's his foil. He will always be his foil. I think the only thing that really fucks him up is his record right now. I think. They need to honestly. He would have beaten Riddle. He would have beaten Riddle. They need to start putting some new characters on the board for them. This is Triple H's time right now, where it's like, look, let me start developing. Let me start making these titles feel like actual championships and not as um just accessories. So if you can do a quick like ranking shift, like because some people have you got to start moving some shit around, right? Do you start? Who would you move up from the mid card to you know what I'm saying to get into Bobby that? Lashley is number one. AJ. Bobby Lashley. AJ. Lashley gone. He's up. He's on. He's top heel on one show. AJ on Smack. AJ, AJ on Raw. AJ on another show. Automatic. Okay. Give me um. What's my nigga name on SmackDown? Give me um. Corbin. Corbin needs to get. He needs to get a championship. Corbin needs to get bumped up ASAP. He needs to be. He needs to be the. He needs to have a world title. Give him a. Give him a championship. Question for the both of y'all, because yes. right now I feel like they booked themselves into a corner with heel reigns, because they have to turn him face at some point. How no. do you tweak his character? This you, character, you how do you tweak it for it to be a face? 
Simple. Do you, do you Simple. really have to? Two things you can do. You might. No, nah, there's two things you can do, right? The first thing is you can have him do a kayfabe injury, right? You have him gone. The Triple H, the Triple H shit? And no, 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 no. Like you have him gone for a month. You tell him like, yo, you're taking a month off, right? And you have the Usos get the crap beat out of them week on week on week on week on week. And then the Very final good. match, yeah, when they're getting smoked, because the crowd will be behind them if they're getting like dirt done dirty to lose matches. You feel me? You sacrifice the Usos. You have Roman come back, <laughs> drop somebody. It's like, oh! It's, it's risky, though, because you're burying the, the Usos until he comes back. No, nah, but you have people doing dirty moves to bury them. So it's not like they're losing and it's they're losing clean. It's like some some finagling. They're getting jumped backstage. You could do the fake injury route. They do the fake injury route. The thing is, like, they're not just losing. It's not like they're losing matches and these are, like, oh, they're getting squashed. It's like, no, they're they're fighting in the matches, but the injuries are stacking. You feel me? Nah, I feel you. I What's feel your you. thoughts? I mean, it, eh. What's your thoughts you, on um using that's just something off the top of the head? What do you guys think of using theory as a catalyst to get him um to turn babyface? Because he mm. still has that briefcase. He still has that briefcase and, and theory's such a heater to an old storyline that usually works. What's that? What you need to do is switching up for the next new talent. And you need to save theory. You need to save theory because he's he's the next gen, he's the that next generation that you need to build up, right? And if you fuck him, fuck his career over now with a with a hard push in the wrong direction, you get X Pac. You X-Pac. don't get. He, he might already him. have that low key. Niggas hate no. him, right? But let's remember, think about people it. People hated Kurt Angle. People hated Kurt Angle when he was European and Intercontinental Champion, and they grew to love him. They loved him when he was World Champion because of the way he got to that part. Did people? So that's what I'm saying. Like you can did people really, really like Randy Orton that much before he came world champion? Or what did he have a lot of like when he beat Benoit? I'm talking about like, yeah, when he beat Benoit. I think he had a lot of heat, like not like go away heat, but I'm talking he about had like heel heat. He had right. heel heat. But when he won that title, niggas loved him. People was lit for that nigga. Because of what happened he left with evolution, evolution, though. He left evolution. Evolution turned on him immediately. Never right. Left turned on him. But that's what that was a good play in, in the sense of them picking like Picking up on what the crowd was putting down, like the crowd was lit for him winning that shit. I feel I like, 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 oh, let's let's pull that trigger now because they could have saved I, I like it. What you're saying with theory and Heyman, though, I and like I that because they, it, they it, pulled it's that easy. trigger with Heyman and theory. I like that. I think you know people love seeing Heyman mess with mess with a new talent. And they did it with Brock. He's a hall. They turned Brock face like that. I think it'll be a nice short storyline, a good two month, three month storyline that could get Roman back in the baby face sure. picture. And now he can now at this point he doesn't need Heyman anymore. He no, can move he on his own. Promo he cuts his own promos. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying to break up a good thing, but I'm just saying if you want to find a way to turn Roman babyface, I think that's your way. It's a cycle. It's all a cycle. When they turn Roman heel and they put Heyman with him, in effect, when Brock, Brock came Brock back, super, he became the biggest babyface in the world. Brock, Cowboy Brock. Niggas love Cowboy Brock. Right, they can do that with Reigns. Nah, you right, you right, you give give this nigga a I, I split. Think that could be a possible thing. Right. Finally, you can finally you can finally do something with the fucking cashing. It could be a temporary win for that cashing. Keeps the money in the bank. You know what I'm saying? St- stipulation alive and shit like that. Another story from last night or Saturday. 
the Street Profits. When do they break up? We saw Montez Ford's face. When did he drop the dead weight? I don't think that's a good idea. And I don't think they're going to do the breakup specifically. I think they're going to do what I, I suggest they did is just start putting him in singles matches. And you can still have him in the tag team and present him in singles matches. And my best example of that, once again, is Dax Harwood and the year that he's having this year. FCR is having the best year as a tag team this year. But Dax Harwood is also having one of the best singles years this year. Well, you know breaking news, they just tried putting him against Seth and he lost. That's what I was about to say. That's what I was about to say right after. They just had um, Seth versus um, <laughs> him on um, Monday Night Raw. So they're going to go They're going to go on that route. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm and I, don't think, I don't think that the goal is for him to win the match. is to see how he looks against a world-class opponent. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's true. That is true. That's, and it's, look, if you can it's look good to lose into it's it. Not, let's not forget, we still got drafts. If they you remember, remember, Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy would have been a world champion after he lost to um, Hogan, uh, Hogan, uh, Undertaker. Undertaker. In that Raw. For that crazy, insane ladder match. Nigga was right there, right there. And remember, it was. Oh, yo, again, Jeff Hardy. You liked Jeff Hardy at that time, though. Stop fronting. Man, Kazarian versus Kurt Angle is just as good. You liked Jeff Hardy. I'm almost sure of it. You fuck with Jeff Hardy at that time. So what? Everybody did because he was looking fire in that match. You know what I mean? With the with the straps and shit. Like he had yellow green hair. Oh, that's how you were dressing? That's how you would dress? Not with straps, sorry. It was hard. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, okay. They don't do that in Massachusetts. I'm just making sure that's how you was dressing back then. My fault. No, no, nah. We we wasn't dressing like that. Shits on, like did you was wearing them shits? Nah, nah. Real shit. Nah, real quick. Gino, hold on. Quick and the gothic Allen Iverson armband. I'm not gonna hold you. Nah, I'm not gonna hold you. Them long ass. Them long ass socks, I would cut the hand part. Wow. And put it right here. Nah. <laughs> Yo. Choose me, nigga. I was a kid. I was a kid. <laughs> that was crazy. Yo. I was a kid. I mean, like I said, that's that. Like, why you keep on cutting holes in your socks, Loso? Yo. They're <laughs> too big. My bad. Put the chocolates immediately. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Y'all don't get it on the plane, man. Y'all don't get it on the plane, man. Y'all don't get it on the plane, man. Am I tripping, though? Did that tag match live up to the hype of the promos they were putting down? Nah. Money in the Bank match was way better. Way I better. I, I, know, I knew I wasn't tripping, bro. I like, think they hyped this shit up heavy. When you have a, when you've reached like a 10 out of 10, the only way you can go is down to a certain degree. I don't know, man. The Usos, Usos and New Day, they they entered the chat. Nah, we're gonna have to start talking about the Uso as it might not be FTR, might be the Usos for tag the team of the year. I'm I'll be real. FTR has been going around the world fighting a lot of jobbers and taking their belts. And if I'm not, not Gino, boss. they might be neck and neck. If it ain't Usos, it, you might have to have, have a conversation. We have to have a conversation. I said a lot. I didn't say all jobbers. Don't do that. But Briscoe's is crackheads, not jobbers. I mean, they missing teeth and stuff. They got they to tab them. I, I don't think the Lucha Bros are jobbers. Bro, look. And I don't think Jeff Cobb and Jeff Cobb is a jobber, nor is... Uh, 
I'm just saying. Look that good those, sense. Those, three teams, those are three teams that got their titles off of. Those Who the balls? other nigga with Jeff Cobb? Hold on. You said team. Who the other nigga with Jeff Cobb? Great O'Conn. I'm about to say. Oh, but you you champion one nigga. No, I said Great O'Conn. Look, man, I'm not impressed. You got it, Chief. I'm not impressed. I'm not saying these guys aren't great wrestlers. I'm just saying. This nigga Gino is a generational hater. Yes, I am. <laughs> generational <laughs> hater, no. Yes, I am. Hey, no. FTR, I don't think I, by no means though, I think FTR is a bad a bad team. I'm just thinking like, their competition should be better. Yeah, the competition they're fighting, like they're they're going against. It's besides like four four teams you named. They've been facing relatively just okay guys. People who okay, like, like the, the guys they wrestle on weekly TV, like the Usos. Yeah, the Usos though, are wrestling guys, and they're putting on like actually good matches consistently. They only got they two good views this year. Usos are attached to the main prize. this year. They're attached to the crown jewel of the company. I'm just saying. The right. views they have this year and the best are the best matches they had this year. The Usos are still looking good, though. I can give you FTR versus This is what you're saying. Here. You're saying their best. They had a very few good matches, but they're on par with FTR. Uh, which one is better than FTR versus the Bucks? Money in the bank. Usos profits. Then give me one that's better than FTR versus the Briscoes. You know, you know when the nigga go like this, he gonna lie his ass off. Um, Gino, help me out, man, because you you on the same boat as me. Now nah, you can't let me fight this fight, Dolo, nigga. Yeah, it's you, nigga. I didn't, <laughs> <Not> just... <laughs> I didn't get into this nigga trying to drag me into Yo, it. No, nah. Who did the yeah, Usos? They had talk out that question. <laughs> I'll get better. Than that. <laughs> Yo, did Jeff Jarrett do better as the referee of this match or as? That's what uh, I thought, nigga. <laughs> FTR, nigga, tag team of the year. Oh my fraction. Shout out, Fraz. Bianca and and uh, and Sasha are way better than Io. No, no. I am about to drag into that conversation because they all fired. But neither here nor there, though. You brought up Jeff Jarrett. And I wanted to give him his credit because f- I didn't even notice him in this fucking tag match. That nigga in that in the in his tag match different with the Rick with Rick Flair. He was the star of that match. Oh, what? That's, the star. that's my nigga Double J. That's, that's, that's why I'm watching. Like, Where is my nigga Loso? That's my nigga Double J. Come on. As soon as he came out, now mind on, you, dog. the video circulating on the internet with him getting in a little scuffle with the Tennessee Titans at the TNA show. Why, mind you, they back in Tennessee. First thing he do, as soon as he come out, then they're about to fight the nigga in the crowd. Titans pussy? Titans are pussy. But Jared, uh, Titans pussy. They definitely pussy. Jeff Jared 3-0. But anyways, mm-hmm. he was just ready to like, like get wrecked with all of these niggas. Like, First nigga as soon as he on the ramp. Then the nigga on the sideline. Then Karen Jarrett trying to fuck with the fans, ripping their signs and shit. Like, these oh, motherfuckers was wilding, bro, the whole night. You talk about Jeff Jarrett made Ric Flair look like an angel. That nigga was a pure piece of shit that night, bro. He, yo, he was trying to get all of that heat. He, he, so he held it in on Saturday for Sunday. Book, book, book Jeff Jarrett, please, man. Book my nigga, bring him back to GCW. He got to start. Uh, he he got to start. Uh, Global Force again. 
That's what TNA was. Remember, that was just a that yeah. was just a random uh little change in name of Impact, and then they went back. It was TNA Impact, and they went to Global Force. Then they just went to Impact. But neither here nor back to SummerSlam, though. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett, that whole match. I mean, it was good, but I don't know, man. He made no difference. I yeah, thought he was gonna he, make a difference. He just wanted to. He just wanted to pull up. No guitar his, shot. Nothing. He just wanted to pull up in his town. That's all. That's all. Nigga didn't even do the the OG theme music he had when he was with Deborah. They made him use the fucking the shit he had when he had Tennessee Lee. Nah, like, bro. See, it, it, see, yeah, Ric Flair joy. He had the. That's shit, the, that's shit. the shit he had in, in uh 2000 WCW, that was my shit. Yo, he was doing this all over the ring to all the like flexing <laughs> on this nigga Rick Flair. But nah, bro. Um, shout out to motherfucking Bianca Belair. Back to SummerSlam. Bianca Belair. Oh, yeah. In, Set the uh, door. That was one of my favorite matches of the night. I'm so happy that they started off with that because we didn't we didn't think that they would do that. And they did. I, and they shout out to them, man. They knocked I it out. I want to say. Props to long-term booking on this one. Facts. We said that shit last show. Facts. It's one of those situations where it's like you had her lose her belt and you gave her a nice redemption arc and definitive closure to it. it like and now they're partners. Now they're friends. Look at that. We're buddies. We're buddies now. Hey. I think, though, but honestly... Bianca, it, she needs to get the belt probably. You know, hard three, lemonade tonight. Hard lemonade probably tonight. Like, probably like three, maybe four more months, and it's time to put the belt on someone new. Sasha, no, not Sasha. Bailey, Bailey gonna take that shit. You already seen she pulled up on her, right? And I think I think Bailey's the right person to do it. You gotta remember, we still do got Charlotte in the wind. Charlotte so is going to live. Charlotte's going to live. I, I can see that because that is the story. Terrible. terrible. But me personally, terrible. I think the money one is her versus Bianca. If you take no, it back, I think it's it say for WrestleMania. I, I, and I'm with you on that. That's where I'm thinking too. I'm thinking you save it for Mania, and you could probably do it with the SmackDown Women's Title. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, I, I feel it. I, I'll hold off on that. Because what do you think of this faction? Uh, EO Sky. They changed her name. Control. Uh, Dakota Kai and Bailey. Control. That's what I think Bailey's calling it. Control. Mm-hmm. Control. Yo, I forgot how good Dakota Kai look with long hair. Oh, I like it. I like the fact she's Australian. It's different. Yeah. But you given Bailey's um history in WWE from NXT to now, given Dakota Kai's history in, in NXT from NXT to now, like what's the connection? Is Dan they were the same person? Elaborate. You remember Bailey came in, ponytail, happy go lucky, baby face, super with the crowd, all that stuff. That was oh, one of the biggest baby yeah. face they had in NXT next to Sami Zayn at that point. Explain you know, EO then. She moves why on. She not, not EO, Dakota Kai. Dakota what Kai. why is she why is what's EO's connection to? Oh, oh no, she just fuck with her. Bailey just fuck with her. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but Dakota Kai, and it's the same thing with Dakota Kai, she just fuck with her too. But their paths are so similar where it's just like, how could you not? Peep game if I'm Bailey. You know what I'm saying? They brought Dakota Kai in two ponytails. You know what I'm saying? Very bright colors. Same. Nah, she had the long hair. Not not when she first came. She had the ponytails and shit. On Saturday, she had the long hair. I'm talking about when she no, first came out. Oh, oh, no, no, no. You were, yeah. you were. But um, a lot of the bright colors that Bailey used to wear, all of that shit. Only thing that was different with her, she was on the kickboxing shit. So she had the 
know what I'm saying, teen kick shit. That was her thing, you know what I'm saying? But she was a super bubbly type girl and shit. But the shit was, we seen That's it from a lot of way. You know what I'm saying? That they was trying to push another Bailey. So her, you know what I'm saying, never really panned out. She had to keep trying to change her character. So when she went heel, finally, it was like, okay, something in the new directions. Same right. thing with Bailey, you know? And so when she went heel, it was kind of up there for her. Her so, and Raquel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cool ass feud. But there's a lot of similarities in between them in the sense that there's their rise in WWE and the character and all of that such progression. But I just like it together, you know what I'm saying? Bailey bringing up new talent on the same thing, on the same whim. You know what I'm saying? With her being in WWE for some years now, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to kind of like continue doing what women of the past do. You want to bring up the next joint. I'm not by, I'm not trying to be like the the Charlotte's how they say Charlotte is or these other problematic, you know what I'm saying, women when it comes to putting someone over. Nah, I'm going to bring these ones right next to me and put them on. You know what I'm saying? Show them everything I learned is everything like that. And who who better? You know what I'm saying? You got a you know what I'm saying? Dope, you know what I'm saying? F- High-flying, aggressive, all of that shit with EO, you know what I'm saying? Dakota Kai, you know what I'm saying? Same thing, man. I think with Bailey and her new attitude, these are two women who we've seen once they change their attitudes up, definitely, you know what I'm saying, career change for them. So all three of them being together makes a lot of sense for me. Now, I thought we were going to have, you know what I'm saying, Bianca and uh, what's her name? Becky kind of this team thing together, but I guess not with this injury. I'm interested to see kind of who are they going to bring to the fold to kind of help Bianca. You know, you know, they announced it already. Well, they it wasn't official. Yeah, people are saying it's going to be Sasha and Ami, Sasha and Naomi, which I ain't mad at. Pop, they're going to get when they walk. I ain't going to lie though. This will be the perfect opportunity for them to come back as heels. Just how they move, how the WWE move when they wanted to leave, and that whole little resentment and all of that such. Oh, this will be mm-hmm. such a good re- a good way to just oh, this is a good way to do it. But you think this was a triple H move? Um, not just uh Sasha and Naomi, but uh having EO in the main roster and then calling back Dakota Kai. Was oh, that Triple H doing? Oh yeah, those is those is people's. Pop H. I, I have no doubt that if Vince was still in this shit, EO definitely would have went back to Japan, and we would have seen Dakota Kai on AW Dark. Not Elevation. Whatever. On the same <laughs> Yo, what was the next match? Was it uh, Mysterio's and Judgment Day? That was a solid match, but you know that match was all just for Edge to come back. Yeah. Code Red, Eduardo. Yeah, I was like, okay, he came back just doing the brood shit again, so I don't yeah, see the real difference. That shit looked clean. I'm not going to hold you. What is the difference between when he did this versus when he did his brood entrance? What's listen, the no, no, listen, no homo pause. Ari, stop me. Um, A haircut makes a long, it, it, it go a long way. Nigga, you sounds like taking the jacket off in a battle. It go a long way. It's two different people. No, it's dog. I guess. Yo. You know what I'm saying? He he looked now. He looked like um he looked like Christian when he was going for the world heavyweight title. Then he before last year he had the little blonde seaweed hair that Bret Hart got. <laughs> bro, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit, man. Edge didn't need to do all of this shit, bro. 
He just went from wearing black and purple back to wearing black and red. That was a weird face turn, too. Like, it was so abrupt, too. Um, I don't get it, man. But whatever. It may make sense. He pulls up on his homie, you know what I'm saying, Ray Mysterio, to help him get the save. It makes sense for him to pull up. I mean, they're going to get Judgment Day. Look at me. Like, it all makes sense now why these teams were going at it. It was literally all set up for Edge to come back. <laughs> Once again, nobody gives a shit about what Ray Mysterio got going on. Teddy Long is somewhere fuming because he could have had a great six-man tag. Coulda, coulda, shoulda. Shit, Rhea Ripley would have gotten that shit, though. No funny, though. Rhea Ripley was fucking them niggas. She was smoked with these niggas, bruh. She was smoked with Dominic. She won't, yo, speaking of Logan Paul, Miz. Looks a lot better than Dominic, that's for sure. That's what the people say. I mean, the Miz, like I said before, he makes everyone look good. Now, he did make him look good. He did. Miz made him look good. He's he put in the work. I'm not denying that. He put in the work and they put him in with the safest person in the business Miz. for a reason. They're like, look, you're gonna learn how to wrestle the WWE way, the right way that we want you to wrestle. If you do this the right way, you will last a long time. No injuries to limited injuries. That nigga was jumping everywhere. He was, was bumping like a motherfucker. That nigga was a spot monkey, if anything. Young Bucks. He was Young Bucks. Yeah, that nigga was jumping everywhere off the right. But I mean, there's plenty of back people flip off the apron, frog splash off the point off the off the top. I right. need Bad Bunny and Logan Paul at next year's WrestleMania. Book it, please. Talk to me nice. Book that. I'm sorry with that. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Jake Paul to losing his fight. One oh, time out. He lost a fight? Oh, no. Losing the fight. Like, not... He lost his fight. They not... The fight got called off. Oh, come on. You got to... Man, you... you make the weight or something like that's body weight. Yeah, slow it down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That might have been my favorite match of the night, along with the main event. No cap. Yeah, I still put Becky in. Um, yeah, I was going to say that. Becky, Becky and Bianca. I just thought Logan Paul had a big surprise factor for me where it was just like, oh, shit, my nigga. But it's like... The McAfee factor. He has that. It was dope. I mean, shit, it was really good to see that, you know what I'm saying? He got the, you know what I'm saying, the stamina to keep up in the match and do all the things he was doing and such like that. But like I said, I would like to see how he is on a, like, you know what I'm saying, regular basis. He signed his multi-year deal and such. I wonder what's going to, how it's going to work. Where is it? Is it going to be exclusive to WWE? Is he still going to be doing like his side ventures with his podcast and such like that? Is the podcast going to be WWE exclusive now, given how they are with the third party shit? Is that third party shit out of the window now? Now that Vince is gone, who knows? There's a lot of questions that I have, but um, yeah, shout out to him though, man. I think it's definitely, definitely, definitely a lot of things to pull out from this card, man. I think just making sure we said we had the Usos winning, we had Bobby Lashley over. Austin Theory. We knew that. We um, knew that. Yeah, we already knew that was going to happen. Like I said, we had, uh, Be- I mean, we had Bianca over Becky. We had, you know what I'm saying, Roman over Brock. Us- that's said- Live over Ronda uh, controversially. I, I fell asleep on that match, so I don't You didn't miss shit. You didn't miss nothing. Yeah. Liv looked horrible in the ring. And now the narrative is out there that she might have won that belt undeservingly. And you know when narratives is out by the narrative god, you know you know how that works. The IWC takes them shits. You're wrong with them. Just because I love wrestling, don't mean I'm good. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know Pat Dennings was tweeting about SummerSlam? Huh? You know yeah. Pat Dennings was tweeting about SummerSlam? Oh, yeah. Everybody was all know about that immediately watching AEW. Elite milk. Them niggas were so lame for that, that shit, bro. Them the niggas that nigga, make your me. boy, Sean Ross Sapp, thirsting like a motherfucker. I mean, yeah, you, you would have did the same. So you I wouldn't have thirsted for an interview. That's cat. Nigga, at this point, listen, you do the GYBO interview after. <laughs> but nah, he probably want to see them titties in person, man. Let my man thirst, bro. You thirst for yeah, worse. Definitely gonna have the high def camera for that. Who thirst for worse? Who? You sure. Yes. Not me. <laughs> but nah, man. Shout out to Sean Ross Sat, man. You almost had to put a blicky out on the nigga at Starcast this weekend, man. Shout out to my nigga, man. He held his ground, bro. He's always spreading false false information. Nah, man. The nigga said the nigga said he was like, uh, dude, Bill Body, whatever his name was, said. Is on site when he sees Sean Sapp. So Sean Sapp was like, when he seen him, he was like, that shit you was talking pretty much, right? right? Going off with the lips. And Sean just like, well, you going to do something, do something, bruh. And niggas started walking off and Sean started pulling, walking by and he ain't doing nothing. I was like, yo, why know my nigga Sean Sapp was built like that? That nigga four foot nothing. Who's scared of that? Yo, apparently Mr. Body is. Batiman. Batiman. <laughs> For real, that's what he made. All right, the Chichi Man. Chichi Man, That's what he made him look like, bro. He made like a Chichi Man. Shout out Sean Sapp, man. My, my, my new favorite, you know what I'm saying, dirt sheet reporter. <laughs> I thought it was Dave Meltzer. What happened? Nah, Dave Meltzer, he even he been, he been looking shaky, baby, out here in the street for a couple years now. Nigga said, oh, EO's out the door. Wow. Yeah, I, you see, I brought that nigga name up in some time. I don't want to be talking about Meltzer like that. That nigga been making himself look real weird. Like, it's like, kind of like, eh, that's off. That's off. Yeah. That's off. But let's uh, move on from SummerSlam weekend, man, and go in with the first wave of the week. Um, uh-uh. Let's see. I can uh, cue mines up. Get ready for this situation. And my joint today is going to be off that Beyonce Renaissance album. Mm. Go stream that now. That joint is a banger. Great car my- album. My favorite song off there right now is that Plastic Off the Sofa. I love she start off slow and then she, ooh. I love this song so much, bro. Her transitions are crazy all over. The tra- oh, my God. Yeah. Smooth as fuck. Smooth Here as fuck. Well, you know you can't help but to be yourself around me. Shout out Ari playing Beyonce for this way. You know I love me some Beyonce, man. God damn it. Put some respect on the name. I had to argue down over some Beyonce on this podcast. Come on, you, not me. Oh, <laughs> 
To that transition right there, man. I'm just just too smooth. You don't even know when it's about to happen, bro. Shout out to Beyonce, man. That record right there, Plastic Off the Couch, off that Renaissance album. And with that being said, man, let's get into that album, man. So she dropped this joint over the weekend on us. Definitely anticipated like a motherfucker. We've been waiting on this joint shit. Damn near since the Drake album came out with the rumblings of when's Break Your Soul dropped. We was like, oh, damn, this the energy we're going to get from this album? And lo and behold, man, she let the clip off. She let the clip off on this one. I feel vindicated when I said, like, yo, these albums, 
are going to be the shift in the, the music culture going forward. There's going to be those cultural staple albums that people are like, these are the moments. When these albums drop, music change completely. Well, I mean, that is true. It's always about the people who take it to the next level. But I always like to give credit to some of the people who's doing it on the smaller scales and such like that. You got to definitely. Yeah, you got to give like to the Thundercats and such like that. The Catronadas and uh, my, my man Duckworth. Uh, who else you know, has really been on that and upbeat vibes and such like that? I mean, even what Silk Sonic was doing with their album, you know what I'm saying? I mean, getting- these guys are probably getting more spins just off the, the Spotify playlist being built around the sound. Yeah. So, that I is mean, true. Tide raises all boats on this one. And it's, it, not, it's- not to knock, the, knock their accomplishments, but it's this is kind of those moments where it's like time for you to put out some good music. Mm-hmm. If you put out some great music, you'll get yourself hurt. There's a it, reason why suddenly, like backpack rappers, suddenly populated when Kanye got there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a void, right? It was suddenly like, well, we want more than just Kanye. So it leveled out to now when we have the amount that people are willing to accept. Tank that got to what we had Kanye, we had Jeezy, we had uh, you know, say, oh, we had uh, we had so many different, we had you know, what I'm saying the little Johns, and it was a balance. But you know that balance always goes back to it shifts back to one side again, and I think in the actual just grand scheme of music, not just particular, we're finding a space where it's, like, it's starting to open up more and more, and it's right. good. It's, it's happening on a small scale, but once you get somebody at the top, that's like, oh, let me let me try this shit. Now it's going to open more doors. I agree with you on that totally. Right, and I so, feel like Drake's album. Honestly, never mind. I think, mm-hmm. like I said, it's going to go down as one of those classic albums. People people aren't going to appreciate it now, but later on when they go back and listen to it, they're like, yo, this album is heat. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this album is heat. This pairs really well with this album. This pairs really well with this activity, XYZ. Beyonce's exactly. album now gets you a nice upbeat because I know this, this whole album is going to have girls in the gym working out crazy to her music. Oh, hell yeah. These are body movers. Skating, going when they go into the skating rinks, and you know what I'm saying, out to you this know what I'm saying. Is, little, this isn't like turning music, but this is this is body moving music. You know what I mean? You get yourself excited, you get to enjoy the rhythm, the beat. You kind of just throw yourself out there and you enjoy it, and it's it's lit. Oh but, yeah, it takes me back to um, the Silk Sonic interview they had with Ebro. Where they're just pretty much saying this time now is it's the space now for musicians. It's where now where our music is being is it's not good, it's being more hard, but we're pushing it to a bigger level now. When you see these concerts, when you see these performances at award shows, when you see the way we're conducting or you know what I'm saying constructing our music, these these arranges and all of that such, like we're bringing you a whole different experience that we already has already been here. But it's like it's missing. It's something of that feeling that was there when they were making music like that that was missing, and they're bringing it back to this new modern generation. Where, like I say, you got Silk Sonic with the, you know, what I'm saying that Philly soul, seventy late seventies, you know, what I'm saying R and B. Where you got Drake with the, you know, what I'm saying the Afro, the, you know, what I'm saying the <laughs> and then you got Beyonce with the, you know, what I'm saying the techno. You know, say disco. Yeah, that Beyonce shit don't even sound no oomts oomts. It don't give me oomts oomts. Nah, she got it's it's techno. It's techno on um, parts in there. Is is house music in there? Is a lot of um twerk music in there. Like 
New Orleans bounce music. You got some Afro beat in there too. It's Afro beat. Literally the intro, which she's doing a flip off of one of my favorite um songs, which is you know what I'm saying, uh Pimpin. I mean, I can't I'm tripping right now, but it's fucking Tommy Wright the Third featuring Princess Loco. I think it's called Pimp. Is it Pimpin all over? Uh, but it's, I know it's Pimpin something. But I'm I'm stoned right now. But anyways, right Princess there, Loco first verse cooks this record yo cooks this record if you never listened to this joint go back and listen to it some like memphis classic underground records yo but it her verse always reminded me of what city girls sound like now she was talking that shit in 94 you know what i'm saying mm. and to see beyonce sampling this on her intro and then mixing it with afro beat at that i was just like all right y'all got me y'all got me i'm here I'm here because I was not um, expecting that. That was something different for me, at least. The one myth- of my favorite joints on there. With some Afrobeat? What? That's nasty. The last maybe three, four records she went on a run. I think from, from All Up In Your Mind to Summer Renaissance, she shot perfect from the field. She shot it on Jay-Z on Renaissance. Yes, she did. It must be the cash because it ain't your face. This nigga Hov is like, what, 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 what you mean? What you talking about? Like that, that was an undefeated run on this album. Um, I see some people saying from Alien Superstar to Plastic Off the Sofa is another good run on here. Not mad at that either. I think this is one of those, like, I'm not really a heavy Beyonce fan. I don't think she makes bad music. I just don't think she makes music for me in particular. Yeah, and it's agreed. This is one of those songs albums where it's like, nah, I could definitely vibe out to this. This is oh yeah. yeah. The beat is enough where I could just throw it on and just chill out, vibe out. Mm-hmm. Very small. It's it's and I I had to feel like that on the, around the second listen, third listen, where it's just like starting to move very smooth. Once I start noticing the transition, start finding more things to like about the album outside of just you know what I'm saying the production stuff. Like they really just put their foot in the shit. Real talk. Um, looking at the playlist, I mean, looking at the track list, you say she went on a run at the end. I mean, like she got in a couple pockets on this shit. Real talk. Bro. I just, I just said that. Like I said, from, from from three to eight. You get. I would say you go from cozy alien superstar cuff it. That's a little pocket right there. Do you go? No, keep going. I mean, it energy. I like energy. I do like energy, but it's not one of my go-to ones so far right now. But. Break my soul, church girl is moving crazy right now. Mm. Like that song just alone is definitely like you know women just gonna be you know what I'm saying purposely trying to send in the eyes of God to the song. Sending in the eyes of God. I'm telling you, bruh. You, you know they're gonna try. Somebody gonna have a party in the abandoned church and they're gonna be throwing some ass in that shit to the song. <laughs> Y'all never had church dances? Nah, not me. Nah, we had those out here. Take a church and play nothing but reggaeton and hip hop and shit like that. We would just go to in a church. You go to Darien Lake and turn up in the wave pool. Nah, we nah. It, it, and they had the Secret Service security in there too. So they had a little. Got turn up in the wave pool when when when. when Super the but but nah, bro. Church girl, plastic off the sofa and Virgo's group. I feel like that little pocket of plastic off the sofa and Virgo's group was its own little world outside of this album because it slowed down immensely right there. Then it picked right back up when you go to move 
And shout out to her getting Grace Jones and Thames on the same record. Never thought I'd see that. Am I like on like just thinking of like who would I like to see on this album? I know Grace Jones is still active like that. She'll pull up for Beyonce apparently. Then you see the type of album it is. This is her world when she was mm-hmm. popping and dominant in the, in the um, industry. She was moving to all this type of shit, the house music, the you know what I'm saying, the basement, that, all that type shit, bro. She was around in them clubs and foreign clubs and all that shit. These are the type of music that they was playing. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of Beyonce music is going to be getting played in like foreign clubs, like a lot of like gay clubs, a lot of like motherfucking like, like I said, the discos, the roller rinks, shit like that, where you have nothing but upbeat music. Like this is kind of like that, that realm of music. Like, you know what I'm saying? Where it's just nothing but upbeat tempo music and these different areas and different worlds, this album is going to be getting played there immensely, immensely. Like she, just from the like you got you got fucking um Big Frida on like two records on here. You know what I'm saying? Like she was on Break My Soul, I think. Yeah, she was on Break My Soul, but she was um she did uh I think it was on the Honey Joint. She had did like background like little ad libs in there. That joint too. The honey, I like the Honey side a little bit more than the Pure side. But that's just me because I just like I was like Disco B right now. I ain't gonna like Disco B, Disco Queen B. I'm loving it. Summer I'm, Renaissance is this cool. It feels like it. it feels like like with the character she plays. Yo, he look like a job in like like a Power Ranger show right now. <laughs> it's morphin' time. Sue in the building. Drinking milk. What up, Sue? Lemonade. Lemonade. brand. It's mostly it's black on. Oh, okay. Nigga drinking natural juices, juices for life. Nah, that's hand soap. Yo, it do look like the big ass dog that you get from Sam's Club and shit. He look, he grab, he drinking Dawn. <laughs> but um, Sorry. but nah, dog. I think I think this album definitely had a lot of good pockets, man. Um, a lot of good records, like you said, outside records. Like she dropped it at the perfect time, right before the like, when it's about to get real hot. People outside. About to be heat wave in New York, so I know that, like tomorrow is gonna be crazy outside. Oh yeah, I don't know about y'all. Y'all need to stay inside. Oh, thank you, sir. But y'all, y'all, y'all about to be turning the goddamn planet of the apes out there. Oh yeah, it's been the nineties all week. You might hit hundred a couple times. But let me tell you, um, heated. I like that record right there, man. Thick was cool. All up in your mind is growing on. It's growing on me a lot. America has a problem. I definitely thought that was gonna be a little bit different kind of record, but that shit came out of nowhere. Yeah, I was like, I thought it was gonna be like more of a like like feel like control that's what this i don't keep it tall a lot of this album felt like like old 80s janet jackson like if i'm not tripping like if if, if it was i think it was the kind of. honey sounded I, I, see what you, I see what you're talking about she was flipping um nasty girl on the honey record she was like dun, 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 dun. it's like the same tempo and shit like that so i felt like she definitely had her janet jackson bag in here to be to the point i would love to see janet jackson on a remix of that record like that shit would be hard but dog man she put her she put her ass elbow all that shit in this this hands and feet on this album up and active like we don't want to sit here and somber 
and just be laying down and trippy and droop, just looking up in the sky all day, the music all the time. I want to get up and active sometimes too. It was again, me, like me and Gino just saying, balance. You got to have a good balance in this industry, especially in the R&B game. We don't need just, that's why you got with Drake album, with Chris Brown album, this album is showing that we need to kind of shift the energy a little bit in R&B that it needs to be. You can definitely, you know what I'm saying, cry in a car, but you want to go to the club and turn up right after that. That's why Usher had you got it bad, and then you drop. When you don't have to call, and you gotta have that balance. balance. You don't want to just be in the house all day. You want to get up and active. So, I, I definitely got to give Beyonce. You know, what I'm saying some credit to definitely added on to that um, push right now. Great album, yo. Definitely great album. You already know. You already know. Grammy time is going to be. They Her and Drake might clean up. She definitely gonna be moving, like especially if she start the video. Like the fucking whole rollout of this album has been amazing because she is cold as shit, bro. It leaked and nobody listened to it. Nobody posted about it. Nobody posted about it exactly. Yeah, niggas dick eating online. Like you shouldn't be like you know. It's pretty much like trying to bro. It's dicky. Just relax, relax. There's one thing they're gonna hear do there. You need to be checking the motherfuckers that leaked and not us listening to it. Right, right. Real for real. But neither here nor there, man. Shout out to her. That was a really good album, man. Um, did you guys have any other takeaways from the album? Did y'all talk about the little controversy? Oh, with Khalees. Oh, Khalees. That's irrelevant. Yeah, Khalees. I, saying, I thought R. Kelly was doing 30 years. That six second sample, nobody even noticed. No, I was saying like Somebody said that she's facing backlash from the disabled community. Yo, and okay. Says, oh, the spaz shit? Yo, it news to me today that like, that was a bad word to use. Go ahead, spaz out. Because one of my favorite records is called Spaz. Oh, the nerd, the nerd. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I didn't. That was news to me, yo. But now I think I'm finally, finally, like, finally get it now, y'all. Cancel culture is kind of stupid. Like, ref. We've been trying to tell you that. Ref fucking lies. Yeah, like, Christ, yo. We living in eggshell society right now. Good lord, dog. That shit is just getting out of this, this world. Happens, she gonna change it too, but it's like she gonna. Lizzo had to change it on hers. Like, God, I didn't even see that shit, but I'm like, they bully Lizzo out again out of changing hers. Y'all see the new uh Domo Genesis album? Clean, clean production on there. Oh, Evident the the production out here. That Get was a nice little. I'm happy to hear that. That's really that's dope. I mean, well, that's a, it was a slow week. People wasn't really trying to drop on Beyonce week, right? Man. If you did, you was you was wilding on the low. I ain't even gonna hold you. Not that you're not, it was just like wasn't good before, luck man. on Never getting them before. first week listens. Good luck. Your shit is gonna be on the back burner like a motherfucker. I think if you if you have a good core base, you should be good. You should, but this is the people that drop this same day. Yeah, K Camp dropped something called Vibe Forever, which I am gonna give it a listen to. I do rock with K Camp. Um Maxo Cream dropped his uh deluxe album of Weight of the World. We heard the Anderson Pop record already. Buddy dropped the deluxe album for uh, Super Ghetto. Nothing really too crazy in the rap world. It was on the rap site outside of what we had got from um, Joy Bad last weekend. 
But the R&B side, yeah, it was it was quiet, bro. It was quiet. Not a soul dropped. They knew what time it was. The queen is speaking. But shout out to um Anderson Pac. Uh he had a group, um, his new group that he has on his label. Dami and JD Beck. Um, they dropped an album called Not Tight that I uh had to listen to over the weekend. Real cool, like chill, you know what I'm saying, little jazzy, neo soul vibes, you know what I'm saying? But they from out in France and shit like that. But they I guess they uh did a couple records with Pac and um like Herbie Hancock and a couple like you know what I'm saying? People are in the ilk of this, you know what I'm saying, music industry. And, you know what I'm saying, Jay, what's his name? Um, Pac ended up signing them. And this is their album. They got uh, Pac on here. They got a really dope record with Anderson Pac, um, Busta Rhymes, and Snoop Dogg. It is called, what is this shit called? Pilot. Definitely would check that record out. Real smooth joint. Um, they got Thundercat on this joint. Um, they got a record with Anderson Pac on here also, like, twice. Thundercat on here twice. It's a it's a really smooth joint, man. Um, give it a listen on your little like sound the night studies, night vibe with the shorty, night ride type shit. You already know. But that's the pretty much main things that came out this weekend. Yeah, so like I said, Beyonce really this was her weekend to drop. And it's she she owned it. I ain't gonna lie, she owned this weekend, man. You I seen think- Meek Meek dropping 10 projects starting in September. Ooh, see how that goes. Is it 10 quality projects or just 10 projects? That's, that's what we gotta see. Independently, too, he said. I'm happy on that side. Like he's trying to get that money back in his pocket. But if the music is gonna suffer, then I ain't with that shit. Like I've never seen him drop that many projects. And he said it wasn't a, in a year. Within, yeah. 10 projects starting in September. He might have just unload the file then. You about to get old music, new you music. You know what I think he's doing? Remember when he was beefing with Drake and he had the um he had the little tapes that had One, the two, three, three you know what I'm talking about, right, Sue? The uh the four for four shits. Yeah. I think, no, I think no he might do that. Like that EPs and shit like that. I think he's doing that. Okay, okay, okay. I ain't mad like that, but like I said, quality over quantity me for me all the time, man. So hopefully, you know what I'm saying, Meek has good endeavors on his independent run. But hopefully the music doesn't suffer. Wiz dropped too. I ain't gonna lie, Wiz out here looking yeah. a little shaky in the light, man. Kind of fucked right now with the DJ shit. Yo, this nigga out here trying to bully DJs and shit, my nigga. I ain't hear about that. What's going on? Yeah, so um, yeah. it's a video going out. He uh was in a club, and apparently I don't know what the situation was, but he wanted to get his new album played and shit like that, and the nigga started like pushing the DJ and like. Smacking this nigga hat off and all this crazy type shit, bro. Like just wild out of pocket, acting wild, tough on, on this DJ nigga. And it's like, what was the reason for all of that, my nigga? Like saying, like, yo, if you want to fight right now, we can't. Like, bro, where did this energy come from? Like, I don't know what's going on with Wiz right now, bro. Hopefully, this yeah, is right done off. But no, just not any DJ is gonna take that shit, bro. If he was at the right a nigga would have cleared his shit, bro. Cleared his shit. Niggas ain't about to tell you. You know DJs already feel like they get the back burner of, you know what I'm saying, the hip-hop world, given that they were the, you know what I'm saying, the element, the nucleus of this shit at first, you know? And now they feel like they've been pushed to the side, and then now you're seeing a nigga like this getting disrespected. It kind of just feel like it's triggering for a lot of DJs and what they, how they feel about their position right now in the world of music. 
and it's it's not right. That shit is not right at all, man. Wiz definitely needs to get checked about that, man, for real, for real. Because that we I've never seen Wiz act like that. And it's not like Wiz don't get love or whatever. So we don't know where to right. Like Wiz, like you get your flowers, my like guy, all the time. I'm gonna give it to you. I ain't know Wiz was dropping the album. Did anybody else know? I didn't know. Nah, brother. And what is, is there anything notable off this album that he just wants us to listen First to so badly? Girl talk. Yeah. He got they on there. Yeah, okay. they on there twice, and that's it. We don't go out to nightclubs anymore. I guess he's trying to say listen group to multi. Okay, I'm gonna give it a listen. But what I the guess fuck, this Wiz. Yeah, I guess it might be this variant Wiz. This is one of his variants. Cause I ain't never ever seen Wiz act like this before in my life. And that nigga been doing some jujitsu and thought he was about to fucking put that nigga in a Kimura lock in the club. That's what happened when Doctor Strange? He gonna put that nigga in a Kimura lock in the middle of fucking? Yo, imagine Wiz long ass in a fucking. He's gonna be on a DJ set in a triangle hole, yo. <laughs> Ain't gonna be in the chicken when you gonna blow smoke in his face. But was this at his Whistlemania event? Cause I know he had like a Whistlemania. Yeah, like a big event <laughs> over the weekend. I seen like the dude from Raw Papers and him in a picture, like bait and that shit. Whistlemania. Oh, it's part of the Rolling Loud weekend. Okay. Okay. Like a lot. Shout out to the artists that's doing more VIP experiences. I'm personally not paying for it, but. Shout out to Wiz and Chris Brown and Burner, the only ones I know that did it so far. But yeah, they Chris Brown out here taking the most expensive prime pictures I've ever seen in my life. Hey, I respect the hustle, man. I respect the hustle. Y'all fans is fucking crazy, bro. I respect the hustle, man. He gotta he gotta feed that habit, right? I guess, B. Come on. Whatever some little motherfucker smoking and be paying that much, man. I mean, Shit. I'd rather that than an NFT. Yeah, because when you're doing the NFT, that's when you little little far gone. I guess both of the shits were stupid to me. But anyways, um, I think that's anything else. I think that's pretty much for me in music, though. Beyonce had me on a chokehold this weekend. Yeah, for real. For Same. Real. Beyonce and Domo. Domo's project was really good. You want to uh, get to the next wave? Yeah, I'll play, Moron. Um, this is today is the 25th anniversary of the purple tape only built for cuban links so in honor of that i am gonna play off the purple tape featuring ghostface the one twos before the one twos was cool before styles p and jada was doing this shit rainy days sure you didn't play this before did i no, I don't think I played it before. I don't think I played it before. No, I think it might have been um with guillotine swords. I don't think I played. Let me see. No, you play. Uh... I'm thinking that. Oh nah. It is on my play. It is on my playlist. I knew you played it before. Well, you know what? We're gonna do his heaven seat. and hell. My seat, his seat. That's how we keep family. We're gonna do heaven and hell. Yeah, what, what, yeah. Side type shit, 94, must go more fast. 
Big Juan Just now in the computer system. Rips up. Slams back. This is full of nightmare. Rips up. My nigga baby's here. Eating dinner with the big boys now. You know what I'm saying? Big moves representing you. You know how we do. Man, get that avenue tight. Can't you know? Just up, hold up, last to chill up. Man of the clan, let the man expect the day. Dirty cash. Classic, classic shit, bro. Such a classic, bro. Always loved the uh, the what's my girl Ashanti. Her flip on that shit. That shit's so cold, man. Shout out her for that shit. But um, yeah, man. Let's get into some sports, bro. All right, man. So, R.I.P. Bill Russell, man. Oh uh, yeah. Damn. Off rip. We got to get that out the way, man. Greatest take to ever live. Greatest champion too, man. My man got more rings than Jordan, man. Let's let's really talk about it. Going over the likes of the you know the the Will Chamberlains and the fucking the fucking Kareem young Kareems and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. Like, fam, Bill Russell, and then he coached too. Like, don't forget that. Like, he was coaching first ever. Mm Mm-hmm. It was a definitely a, a huge impact and definitely a huge impact in the social aspect of you know sure. liberation, black, you know what I'm saying, rights, you know what I'm saying, human rights for us also. You know, saying risking doing that also in a city like Boston during that time was very, very, very fucking brave, man. So just shout out to the work that he put in on the court and off the court, man. And for me being so, you know, said young, I wasn't able to even live during that era. So to see how much of the impact he did that it, it's still being talked about generations and upon generations upon generations showed you how much of an impact is how much of a great you know what I'm saying influence he had in the world of basketball and in you know what I'm saying America and in general you know what I'm saying so shout out to him man thank you for your you know what I'm saying for your your work on this earth man um Jimmy Butler did you see Jimmy Butler with the clipper on dreadlocks, dog? What's going on with this dude, bro? <laughs> like, just because you can fight, don't you do whatever you want, dog. Like, Yo, like he's kind of, like, We still ain't see that on TV, so we don't know. Nah, we kind of did because he did the rollout video where he's doing this and it's showing the fucking, like, I mean, you really can fight. Listen, man, Patrick Beverly going to pull up. He go, Patrick Beverly. You think Patrick Beverly next? Oh no, I'm saying like who's the first player to like pull them shits in a fight on the court? Yeah, that's disgusting. I ain't gonna lie, Jimmy Butler, you're disgusting, Negro, for this shit, bro. I'm not even gonna hold you. You gotta get it, bro. You gotta get it. You gotta get it. We ain't do this all night, but you're the first one to get it tonight. This is a sick Negro. Doctor Khalid Muhammad is just disgusted with you. What type of shit? Like for you to even be in Miami doing some shit like that is just nasty, my nigga. Like, be a don't be a pussy, nigga. Grow some wicks. The fuck is you doing, bro? Like, listen, I'm gonna shoot a disgusting. little bail. I'm gonna shoot him a little bail, a little bail, just a little bail. As a nigga that's in the growing his hair out as we speak, that shit can be impatient. That shit can be impatient. 
Nigga probably thought, yo, I ain't trying to cut this hair off. Anything naturally anymore. Everything got to be microwaved and take just happens like that. No, it's not the point of that's not that's not the point of locks. He got a hair BBO. The point of growing locks is that journey with the 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 relationship you grow with your hair because if you take care in it, the wisdom you grow with it, all of that, just just getting fake and just doing it, you just skipping the whole process and you just getting a look just to get the look, which is just some white people shit. You know what's funny? He got dreadlocks and he played for the Heat. Do you remember the last? What I'm gonna say. I, I was about to. I, I was actually referencing uh, Mr. Heat himself, Brian Grant. So is he trying to even with down to the headband? He trying to go for the Brian Grant look. Look at that. That's Jimmy right there. Jimmy oh, just wanna be cool. that's Jordan Grant, you said? That's Brian Grant. Brian that's Jimmy. Grant. Irony, he played for the Heat, too. That's sick. That is so sick. He trying to be Brian Grant. It's just nasty, bro. I really wish he'd cut some shits. It was a bad idea. Please stop it. You're making the Heat look bad. How y'all going to be the toughest team in the NBA with a nigga looking like that? Yeah, then he wasn't he the nigga that brought back those like ninja headbands too? Jimmy Watt. Do you mean the Skylar, the Skylar digging headbands? The ones that had the strap in the back? Yeah. He brought those into the NBA. Jimmy Wop. Wow. Like this people are. Just just keep an eye on that fella. Just keep an eye on that fella. But anyway. What you did there. Tinty ways. Anything else we got in the sports world, man? Uh, Zion Williamson, his uh contract incentive, uh, is a weight, it's a weigh in, um, for him. He has to get weighed, I think, every let me double check. Uh, I believe it's every month or every every two weeks, I believe. Oh, that's embarrassing. Yeah, that's some pop Warner shit. When you got the the one nigga that ain't really supposed to be playing. For yeah, he has a weight clause. He has to be at. He has to be below two ninety five. Jesus. Periodic wins. But is he even still gonna be like healthy, or is he just gonna be skimming to get by? He's gonna try to play because he has to build up that um value to go to New York because he wants to go to New York, he wants to play with RJ. Man, if I'm New York, man, we'll take anybody. This is just some nasty work. How niggas is what they doing now to get off team? Look what they do for views. You forget Zion was an all star, yeah, before uh, John Moran, oh, three years ago, right. Oh, niggas was calling Jimmy Butler nah, Morant. <laughs> and then he had the nerve to get the highlight. They was calling him nah, Morant. <laughs> yo, nah, man. Jimmy, you wildin'. Uh, but nah, the Pelicans are wildin' too. Like, yo, you gonna treat this nigga like a kid? Nah, son. Just like, give him some discipline. Like, if you really want to play, then... You know what I'm saying? Dedicate yourself to your body, bro. I mean, so what do you say about the Kyler Murray clause in football, Arizona Cardinals? Well, updated. They took it out. They took the um, oh. clause out. 
But the clause was, I think what the clause was, pretty much he had to do some studying. Four hours. Four hours of studying, bro. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. Nigga got mad. He called a press conference right in front of his house. Like, nah. It's not how it is. I mean, they. I think they pretty much don't want to have him looking like Jamarcus Russell out here. Especially when this is your like that was a bad look of how they did how they did Jamarcus Russell. Now at the end of the day, you don't want to do that for your franchise quarterback. Shout out to Pivot. You don't want to have him looking like dumb out here in these streets. You know what I'm he saying? He was on the pivot and he cleared a lot of that up. What did he say? He was going through a lot of trauma around that time. So I kind of gotta cut him some slack. Okay, so they just what they didn't give a fuck about what the brother was going through. No, nah, I mean that isn't that how these organizations are? They chew you up and spit you out. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. This shit is just looking real nasty, bro. Especially this hotties. I mean, you already know how I feel about these owners and these black quarterbacks, but it's neither here nor there, man. They took it out. Hopefully, he can, you know, what I'm saying, prove him. That's the thing. He has to prove him wrong. He's Unless you get him well. a winning season, if you give him a He's winning season, and all of this shit is out the window. They won last year. But they fit that's the reason why they feel like they, they feel like he's not as dedicated to the organization as they feel. Who was he gonna throw to? Hopkins was injured. Exactly. You're right. So like that's not on him. But you know who they're gonna blame. The quarterback, oh the quarterback and the coach right. get the blame and and they get the um the credit when this is sex when no, um, Tyler, I'm, I turn it, I'm turning up for this year. You know what I'm saying? Start trying to progress, get that contract. If you're going to try to get that contract, pay or get the fuck up out of there, bro. Listen, man. This definitely, it, is, this definitely is definitely telling to how your future might be. Yeah, it's – he and they got to give him weapons too. Like, you can't just throw a quarterback in a situation and expect them to make chicken salad out of chicken shit. You, you, you can't. Okay, you give me uh DeMar uh DeAndre Hopkins, you give me him back. We cook food one year, but what happens the next year? He misses half the year. You I can't make something out of nothing. Uh, you gotta cut old boy some slack. Yeah, I, I give him that, man. But at the end of the day, I, I, mean, he, I gotta see him turn up this season, man. I want to see him turn up this season and shut all the naysayers and the offices up. No facts. I can we say about that for real, bro. But that shit was funny, though. <laughs> that's, yo, I couldn't believe it. I was like, wait a minute. Like, that's you like they got ILC or some shit like that. Like, they got this nigga in detention after school or some shit like that. All his friends leave. He got to stay after for an extra four hours to study and embarrass the shit. Yo, for real. I'm like, yo, don't they do that already? Like, isn't that an incentive already? This type of nigga be fucking throw spitting spitballs at the fucking screen and shit. You know what I'm saying? Gonna be the, I don't know what the fuck these niggas is doing in the fucking room man, with this nigga. Initiations? I don't know what they doing, B, but neither here nor there, man. I am getting ready. For, I'm, I'm ready for this football season, though, man. Thursday, first preseason game. Mafia. I might just watch one preseason game just to get my itch, and then I'm out of it because I don't really care for preseason like that. I'll watch one game to get my itch out. You know, they've had a lot of good people playing on the first game. I think so. Hill? No, the no, Bill, no. the the Dolphins got him. Oh. But um, 
Yeah, I'm gonna probably watch the, that first preseason game because when they usually have all the good players out, and then I'm off that shit because the shit gonna be boring after that. I'm in for like a quarter. Yeah, they might play the half. They might play the half just to get <laughs> their fun out the way, get their itch, and then they out of that bitch, bro. Real when shit. I was younger, I used to be hyped for preseason. I used to watch all the preseason games. Nigga, we were so fiend out up here, bro. We used to go to the fucking scrimmages. See what I'm saying? Like after a while, you're just like, yo, this shit don't matter. You just, need to, you just need that fix, B. But I'm ready for that shit, man. I was watching a little bit of uh, Pro-Am shit, man. I see uh, DeJounte Murray. De, uh, it was, yeah, DeJounte oh, Murray. The, the Atlanta Hawks? Yeah, they was on some, like, Streets Volume 3 GameStopper type shit. Nigga, Trey Young threw the shit between the nigga legs, right? Got the shit. Threw it up to fucking uh, John Collins, I think. <clears throat> Fucking scooped it and threw it up, and then the nigga Jonathan Murray came in. You know what I'm saying? Bang the shit, bro. Was that like, was Jonathan. Yo, John Collins was Jonathan. One, it was Monday it was some game breaker shit. Yeah, that shit was crazy, bro. They they saying like these niggas gonna be a dangerous backcourt this season, man. They, they, they are definitely game. better though. They need to get. They need to keep Collins though. If they keep Collins, you good money. I think he actively wants to stay, so I don't see him hopefully not leaving, but they got Murray for peanuts. Peanuts. They don't give a fuck. You're right. They didn't have to give up Collins or any of that core. And they just got better, bro. The Hawks are gonna be dangerous next year. Hopefully. 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 But uh shit, man. I think there's anything else we got on the document. Uh, song of the summer. We we haven't gotten to this yet. Song. What is your song of the summer so far? Damn. We're in August. We started August already. We're pretty much in. Damn, son. It's my song of the summer. Yeah, you too, Sue. What you, I mean, I got mine. She. That's tough. I don't really do shit summary. I haven't felt... Summary at all this summer. It's not really what I've been. It's just been. I've been listening to so much music. It's like I don't think it's. I mean, to be honest, would you probably say that F and F song maybe is probably song of the summer? I'm talking about to you. Oh, to to me? Yeah. I hope that's not. Oh, that very well could be the song of the summer in general. I think that is song of the summer. Uh, for me, it'd probably be shit. Probably pitch black. Pitch black. Hey. See, I was gonna go to. It's probably. It's probably between. It's probably between Pitch Black and uh, Bad Habit with Steve Lacey. Those are my two joints I've been going back to a lot. I, I think for me, calling my name, Drake. No one. I think mm-hmm. Jimmy Crooks has a banger. And Jimmy, mm-hmm. Jimmy Crooks and Catch a Body by Chris Brown Fabio. Yo. Another I, one too. Um, what's this shit? Um, that lobby boy shit. That um, that slide. Oh, that's yeah, another I, one. I was gonna say something from there. So I was gonna say Bobby B. I mean, I haven't heard that. I've heard slide more up here. Cause you're more closer to New York, and like I don't really fuck with New York. Drop in New York. Started like in five years. Like We're not a part of the tri-state radio, though. Speaking of Fabio, 
Did y'all catch that Mace interview? I ain't caught a little bit, but I, I'm looking at some of the little uh, excerpts from it and shit. You said the what? He's talking million dollars worth of game. Mace was on there. Did a pretty much response to the Fabio Foreign um, contract um, situation with the five thousand dollar advance. Oh, shit. And he first, thing he, first thing he did when he in the um, little preview for the interview, he came into the uh, room and called himself Diddy 2.0. He's trolling. I know, but Jesus. But we know what I said. The last time we heard about, I was like, given his situation, like, yowzers. Learn English by watching. But ball. let's see, man. Um, Said the advance said Mace accused Fabio of being reckless before claiming that his advance was actually seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. At one time, I gave him five thousand dollars, but I gave him seven hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars because I set him up to do a deal where I can control the deal, make the deal what it should be. Because I knew if I if he had leverage, he would go in there and sell us both out. Then we went. That's a crazy sentence. Yeah, he said. Then we went into the building. I took eight hundred thousand. He took seven hundred thousand. The reason why I went down to seven hundred thousand is because when I gave him seven hundred and fifty thousand, and I took seven hundred fifty thousand, he owed me fifty thousand. Okay, so he's saying just he just gave seven hundred. Um, he just took his cut off the top. So Mix claims he put fifty thousand dollars towards Fabio's career before he signed his deal. So he's saying he put some bread down. He feel like he, Fabio owes him. Is that why he's saying? Why y'all worried about the five thousand dollars? The irony here is that Fabio still signed. Yeah, that's that's the part I'm looking. I'm interested. He still signed to him. Oh man, I gotta I gotta dig into this interview a little bit more. But it's looking it's looking it's looking a little different. I'm, I'm interested to see what um well did a video did come out of. Fabio's like team putting out some conversation that they had with Mace over the phone. Mm. Did you get to check that out? That's interesting. So that's they, they, interesting. They keep they keeping they keeping files, man. He was talking about that uh that uh because you know how imaginary player is supposed to be about him. Right. He addressed the record, he addressed the uh the Rolex diamonds line that Jay had. And then he was talking about how Cam was like the one relationship he regrets that he destroyed. Like he was talking very highly of Cam. I got to finish it, though. Shout out uh, Gideon Wild, man. I guess. I guess. Uh, what's the name? TMZ had the contract. TMZ always get like they, why they always get the like they always get something, man. I'm just reading it real quick. I'm just trying to find it says in consideration of all artists. Full and complete performance of terms hereof, company shall pay to the artist in pocket advance of $5,000. Definitely got that $5,000 advance. That 5000 though. I mean, I think what Mace was saying is that five k could have probably, he was trying to flip that. The five k was to start. 
he said he put fifty thousand in into uh and then he took the fifty thousand back to look at his pocket watch. He took the fifty thousand back to basically pay himself back. Listen, man, all of this sounds good, but they st- he still signed the mace at the end yeah. of the day. Well, you gotta clean that shit up. Right. All of this sounds good, but you still signed the nigga. Yeah, I need a fucking Another one of my book bag. But um, but yeah, man, that shit looking real nasty, bro. Mace gotta clean this shit up, but he, he, he's I just want to see this flesh out a little bit more. I want to see some more details from the story as it goes on. Hopefully, we got some more details by the next podcast for sure, for sure, though. Facts. Um, shit, let me see, make sure there's anything else. Um, real talk though. I mean, we talked about song of the summer, but we're in August. What's some of your favorite albums of the year so far? Like, y'all got like five albums that just been in y'all consistent spin still this year. Uh Chris Brown. Lobby boys. Damn. Uh, did that ransom and uh, Rome Street joint come out? Nah, sure. not yet. Nah, that was. He did drop a project though. Um. Here, I got you. Hold on, I got a list. What's up? Did they come out this year? I'll well, say I'm gonna have to sue. Yeah, I mean, I know some of mine's still. Um, Dawn FM is still one of my favorite joints that came out this year for sure. Um, gotta put Push T on that list. Um, definitely, you know what I'm saying? Kendrick, I gave it another listen on a walk one day, and it's still just such a great album. Mm-hmm. You just out through so it's still just such a great album. Um, what else? I mean, my. Uh, who else? I got Corey. What? Corey. Oh, that was a good album. But for me, yeah, I'm definitely looking at Weekend on FM. Um, Conway, God Don't Make Mistakes. Still definitely one of my favorite joints this year. Um, Candy Drip. Yeah, damn. Candy Drip, boy. That one started the year off. That's still heavy. That's still heavy. Um, I said Pusha T almost dry. Um, shit, Kendrick is definitely one of them joints for me. Um, what's that? I said, what's another one? Oh, oh, yeah, for me on my um, not underground, but on the lower scales of joints, but my tank of the bangers, red balloon. Uh, Gemini Rights has been getting a lot of play for me, though. A lot of play, and I think by the end, it's going to be one of my favorite joints this year for sure. Um, that same with that Breezy album, too, though. I'm really liking that joint a lot as I listen to it more. Um, I sometimes that kind of fell off the little scale for me though, and I, it's probably it's probably because just the influx of music that we listen to. The LMA album that joint kind of fell out of my rotation. I didn't go. I need to give a spin back of that album. Self love too. Love the genius. I got to give that joint another spin. It's just so much music coming out at this point where it's just like, I think I got to get to a space where it's just. I find the artists that I'm cool with listening to. I think I'm already in this space, but where just I'm just listening to my little circle of artists. And then if y'all listen to y'all circle, and if somebody y'all want to put me on to, put me on to them. But I don't think I just need to be looking for because there's just so much music that you can't really sit with shit these days anymore. Right. How long can you really sit with an album before another person, another heavy hitter, or somebody yeah. dropping some shit and somebody selling turnover you, rate is too fast so much where it's like yo like we just had to be out we damn they still can't we just had the breezy shit 
a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. And just Drake before that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like it's and then Kendrick before and then like it's and then pushing like, before that. We had weekend at the top of the year. Push it and Drake dropped the you know what I'm saying? Like it's a little dip more heavier than last year. I ain't gonna hold you. It's a lot heavier this year than last year. The big dogs are dropping this year, that's why. And the and plus with all the people we were listening to last year, also that was pushing why they weren't and why they weren't active. It's like all of that is going at the same time. It's it's a little mm-hmm. overwhelming. I can't hold. It's definitely a little overwhelming. And I think I just start. I think I got to kind of cut back on the amount of music I'm trying to find and then just be happy with the music I got right now. And whatever they drop something, they drop something. You know, because this shit is just. I can't like. Like I said, I'm looking at all of these albums I, I put down for the year that I listened to. It's like somebody's oh, joints. I forgot Future. Yeah, I and, not, and I call yeah. myself Future. I about Future when I just went back to his album that the dicks heard. So I'm like, oh shit, this one. Oh, yeah, I was listening sad. to I'm on one. Future had a banger. Same thing, bro. And uh, Vince Staples. Yeah, Vince Staples, man. Fucking Benny. Conway. <laughs> Yeah, like it's so many great albums that came out this year. That I think just so much is happening that some of these are getting lost in the sauce. My five, real quick, my five. Um, one A, one B is still almost dry, Mr. Morale. That's still gonna be one A, one B. I can't call it. <laughs> um, number, I guess the next one, number three. Um, I'll throw. I'll throw God Don't Make Mistakes because I really like that album. Conway really like that's like fear of God type shit. Like and that was just a sad again too. But the God make mistakes it was so it was still worth the wait. That's the time. It's sick they got commercials now. Number four, if I had to throw an R and B album, I'll throw Wasteland on there. Just because I can hear this album front to back, like on some smooth shit, like it's like a movie. It plays like a movie. I loved it. Um, number five. I don't know what that is. It's a Tyler Perry show that I won't watch. That's why I don't know what that hey, is. It's a valid show. I ain't gonna hold you. It's a valid show. He got one with that one. Number five, no rest for the wicked. Um, ransom. Yeah. Yeah, man. I ain't gonna lie. I might drop a top ten on my on my um on my twitter but man it's it's a lot of good music this year bro a lot of good music but um yeah man uh anything else man before we get up out of here bro man we ain't that was yeah that was it really hmm? yeah i think that was about it because i definitely want to well, I've been trying to keep up with Monday Night Raw, and it's been a good show. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. I've been keeping up with it on, on 434, man. Chomping Styles. Yeah, man. So given that, man, um, we're gonna watch the rest of that and then you know saying tune in to Starks and Smarts, man, for a little bit more and then talk about some SummerSlam and aftermath of that. And you know, saying what's going on with Monday Night Raw. And then you know, say it's a little bit more about that crazy ass Ric Flair show, man, for sure, for sure. But, man, uh, you already know what it is, man. Get your bars off podcast, man. Shout out to the bro, Gino, man. Pull it up with us all the time, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat. You already know, man. Los, let them know where they can find you, bro. 
at the underscore marketable one on Twitter at King underscore cap 29 on IG. You already know, man. Follow me at Ari Starks on all social media. Follow Get Your Bars on podcast on all, on all social media. You know what I'm saying? Get your bars off pod on Twitter, though. Follow us on all uh, streaming everywhere. Get your bars off podcast. Follow the brand, man. Love is love, man. Peace.